Yo, yo, thank y'all for listening. Y'all already know what this is. It's nothing but your last cassette. I am the host from this side of town. It's your boy, John Richard. Yo, Sanipase, everybody. It's your girl, Egyptia, and we are back at it again for another week of bullshit. And we got a guest with us today. Yeah, already. You know, hustle man, rain in the building. Yo, welcome yo. back, my brother. Welcome hey, back. Appreciate it. And then, first of all, I want to say thank y'all for allowing me to be on your platform. Peace yeah. and good health to all y'all out there. The corona shit, lights all down. Let's get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, corona, corona's kind of crazy out here. Um, this since since we're talking about the corona, and uh, basically what's been going on is that we've been having a lot of emergencies, right? So the state has been or the country has been dropping emergency notifications. We're shutting this down. We're shutting this down. It's shutting every fucking thing down, and so. This episode right here is an emergency episode. Um, the origin, the origin of this episode comes from when I was getting tatted by my boy Reem, right? Who's on the other line, right? So as soon as I came in, he asked me, he said, "What you think about Dr. Umar Johnson?" And we started rapping. We started talking about false prophets. I'm really right? curious about this. Yes. And yeah, so, right. he, so he ended up asking me a question. He said. Why do you think that black people always look for a savior? So that's 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 that's, that's, that's kind of the origin um, of the story. Yeah. And so before I uh, go into my little long witness and quitter like I always do, um, I'll ask I'll ask Randy this the question first. What what why do you think that black people or people in general tend to always wants to um, create a savior. I really believe that it's because that's what we've become accustomed to. We've been conditioned to think that that's what we need in order to elevate ourselves. We have never had confidence within ourselves individually as a people because society has always said that we are the bottom of the barrel. We are the roaches of the world. Nobody wants us. Nobody needs us here. Constantly tried to exterminate us, but niggas know that niggas multiply like fucking roaches. We don't ever die. But we always feel like if we don't have some kind of savior, some kind of leader, we are nothing. And we will never be led to nothing. Mm-hmm. So I really think it's just a condition of our people, honestly. Okay. Definitely, definitely. I definitely uh, I agree with her 100%. Um, it, you know, it, it, it goes back to slavery. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It goes, it goes all the way back to the beginning of, of the source of it because, you know, like she said, we was conditioned to you ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we programmed to think we ain't shit. Meanwhile, they, they take our music, they take yes. our labor, they yes. take, you know, our, our, our spiritual uh, ways of living and, and they remix it and give it right back to us. You know what yes. I'm so it's, 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 it's deep. It's deep rooted. It's definitely deep rooted. Um, this this is what I think, and I told you this um, behind the scenes is that I think this is before even before slavery. I think really? that we got to a point early because remember we were we wasn't when when human being Homo sapiens was created um, mm-hmm. or you know evolutionized or however you want to put it. We wasn't born with a Bible in hand, right, or Quran in hand, right. 
So the sense of the origins of religion or spirituality comes from questions, right? And so right. since we couldn't figure out why this moves certain ways, right, at a one moment in time, why the plants only grow in the summertime and not in the wintertime, or why does the, um, the constellation and the stars are a certain way in the sky, we tend to think of it as a manipulative force that kinds of um, started it, right? And so yeah. a person, so this, this is why I think, right? This, this is why I believe it, it, it could be factual, could not be factual. It's up to whoever interpreting. Um, is that a person saying, you know what? I know the person who did that. And so I can tell you what he, what that person said. Right. So yeah. now we're, so now we're, now we're getting to religion. Now we're, now we're getting to the point of he say, she say, mm-hmm. right. And so we go through every literature, you know, every ancient literature and we constantly see it. We constantly see, well, the supreme deity or God or Allah or, or Ogu is always somebody yeah. speaking for um, a benevolent force right yeah. and so from Definitely. so for us as, as humans I'm just saying not even black people for us we look at that person as a prophet so that's why they said John the prophet Jesus the prophet Muhammad most those other people is because they said that they had the word of God yeah. we we wasn't there we wasn't standing right next to these niggas when God spoke to them so we don't know what the fuck they was talking about. They could have been talking about Kool-Aid and shit. We don't even know. You see what I'm saying? And so that's why I always believe that a lot of false prophets come from just that. Um. So 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 what's, what's your guys' views on the, um that statement? I definitely agree with it because you brought up a good point. Like man said the beginning of time, we always tried to figure out the unknown. We don't, we don't know where we're going when we die. We don't know how we got here. We don't know what. So to wrap our minds around this, we come up with theories and concepts. And like you said, it's like this, this, this go back so far beyond slavery. It's like you kind of can't even put it all on slavery. Slavery just had a, a large part mm-hmm. in America. But I definitely feel like we 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 we, we are afraid and we, we still trying to understand the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I think we fear the unknown, too. I think that's another thing. Yeah. I think instead of and I think I think, you know, something about us as black people, too. We are such we're so fearful. We are always scared of everything. We are uh, we're scared to go against the grain and and not even against the grain of society, but just even remotely to against the grain of our traditions of, you know, what our family expects us to be. I think. You know, just like, you know, me and Richard, when we told our family that we were not Catholic, that was the biggest deal in the entire world. It's, it's these simple things, too, that puts fear into black people to keep them so, like, almost in a box mentally. Yeah. But that's what we do know. We do know that religion was made it was made out of fear, right? Mm-hmm. We, like, for example, what I tried to tag you in earlier, right? Um, yeah. So, yesterday... Um, I was in this kind of debate where, you know, where people try to argue with me, but you know, I was, I was late along, but the point is it it was a meme on Facebook that says, um, we're in this predicament due to coronavirus or all the little things going on in this world because America failed to, um, to pray to Jesus, right. To get back to Jesus. 
And so I came out and I commented, you know, everybody was saying, amen, amen, this, that, and the third. Yeah, we all need to go back to church and America need to go straight back to the church and pray. That's why everything is going on. That alone. And so I came out and I said, well, where was Jesus during slavery? Right? So this is, you know, it's a whole little thing. And so I got rebuttal and say, well, can you take that racist BS out of this? And so, back again, here I am. I, <laughs> back, back, the series, because like, this is why I feel like sometimes people don't quite understand the scope of this, how deep this shit is rooted. I said, where was Jesus during the time of slavery? The response was, please take that racist BS out of here. That racist BS out of here? But, racist? Who wrote this? Right. Obviously, 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 was so I was a white person, but that's the point. But yeah, but you know, other people start getting on. The, other people start, you know, getting on the post, and I love it. I love where all white people come and attack me. It's beautiful. It, <laughs> it makes my. It gives me an erection. It, gives, it makes my balls tingle. Like. No, but but serious because this is the time where I am a suit in the fall. Sometimes I feel like I'm an educator. Right. And so I had to educate people. And so I said, well, this is the fact. It is a fact that um, slavery was used. Uh, excuse me. It's a fact that um, the Bible Christianity was used to enslave Africans. Fact. You cannot dispute that. That is undisputed. Right. Right. This is a fact. We, 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 we can't dispute that. So the response was. Obviously, somebody's opposition. Well, religion was used to enslave people all around the world, not just African Americans. I said, "You're right," but just like my comment initially came out was that Christianity was used to enslave black people. Yes, it was. Period. And so other people came out and started saying, you know, their little small comments, um, basically saying that what I said. Well, one person. Um, we, me and him went at it for a long time, basically saying that everything I'm saying is BS, that God is, you know, he created everyone equal. And I said, whoa, 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 stop the fucking press. Because the Bible will tell you that God didn't create everyone equal. Do you see what I'm saying? And so yep. now we're going back to, as I said before, how would you know what God said? This, this is God's book. Well, did God say this is his book? Or did a nigga, or did, you know what I'm saying? A nigga say, hey, God said this is his book. And right. now we're constantly going over and over and over again with these false prophets. All through the Bible, we have false prophets. We There's no way we could um, seriously um, take every, all the words, all, all the words. Because we wasn't there. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the difference between scientific and law, right? And I think I try to tell people this sometimes is that in law, right, if you want to get prosecuted, if somebody want to prosecute somebody, um, they have an eyewitness testimony. Well, I seen him kill her, right? Mm-hmm. That alone could convict you. That alone. Yeah. But in a scientific world, Eyewitness means nothing. 
It's not about because what we do know is that our eyes collide. Our perception of reality from each individual is different. Yeah. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's that. So when when we read the Bible and it said, "Well, God said this," how you know He said that? Did He come down and and smack you in the face and you know what I'm saying? Give you all of this in your hand? He didn't. We know it's 46 people who wrote this book. So that's right there for me right now, starting off with our false prophets. Yeah, absolutely. I think so, too. You know, that's something that I used to always say, even as a kid. Um, I think even I really think that I, I was conscious even before becoming conscious because I, I used to question the hell out of because I used to go to Catholic mass and. Catholic training before I went into having my first communion. And I would ask the teacher all the time, well, how do you know? How do you know right. that's valid? Were you there? Right. Or I said, well, here's the thing. I was like, you know, as human beings, we want to hear what we want to hear. So a lot of times we can just tweak things in our thinking and believe that someone told us this when that wasn't the actual truth. So mm-hmm. how is that true? And I'll never forget um the teacher told my mother, um, you need to get a hold of your daughter because she's asking too many questions during Bible study. Right. Like what kind like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I used to I, I literally used to say things like that when I was a kid. And I, I for me, and that's why, like, you know, people will be like, oh, but that book is law. If that book is law, why was there a council to edit this book? Mm-hmm. Please tell me. Why is there books missing from that book? Right. Why is the book of Enoch not included in that book? Definitely. Why is it that too. so many people don't know about the book of Enoch? Yeah. Why is Alexander the Great even stated in the Bible in the first place? Right. Why did, and, and then also, if, you know, when I talk about, you know, homosexuality, and they say that as an, an abomination, why did a gay king rewrite and edited the Bible? Right. right. Like I said, then you go again to, one of those things, right? And Green would touch it more than I can, right? Because he introduced me to the book called um, uh, God, dog, what is Forgetting Not for Forbidden Knowledge? Lost Knowledge? Ah, oh, crap. Well, huh? Which one are you talking about? The book is a correspondence to the stories that they have um, that's in the Bible that's on the walls of Egypt. Forbidden knowledge, forgiven knowledge, hidden, 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 hidden knowledge, stolen legacy, stolen motherfucking legacy. And so, yeah, so Kareem could kind of, um, when we're when talking about the Bible, we're talking about the correspondence of that to the walls of Egypt. He did a whole video, he did like a whole lecture about it. Um, so like kind of tell people what, what, what are some correspondence that they could find that's in the Bible that's predates it 2000 years. That's on the walls of Kemet. Definitely. Well, I mean, you, you gotta start, you gotta start at the very base. You know what I'm saying? When, you, when you're dealing with Egypt, you know, cause religion is nothing new. It's just, it was, it was a more of a spiritual thing. Well, you know, our people are spiritual, so, you know, the, the white Jesus was something that we grabbed a hold to because we had already had that foundation a long time ago, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, when you're dealing with uh, uh, 
Virgin Mary, you're dealing with Isis. When you're dealing with Jesus, you're dealing with Horus. When you're dealing with God, just as in God of Jehovah or Allah, you're talking about Osiris. So, like, mm-hmm. you, you could you could you could put these characters and these stories side by side, and literally the story you might they might change one word or, or take take a phrase out or change. You know, uh, she ended up pregnant, but then on the Egyptian story, uh, she turned into a bird and then had a spiritual, you know, spiritual sex. And, then, you know, that, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's a more deeper meaning in it. But to, to simplify it, we're going to say, oh, she just woke up. She was pregnant. God, God just you know, gave birth. She's a virgin. She never was a virgin. You know what I'm saying? But you, you got to. You gotta put it in a way to deceive the people. See, it's all about deception. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how they got us in chains on the cotton fields, mm-hmm. going to offer deception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I mean, I, I would I, me personally, I would start with the Osiris resurrection story. Because he, you know, he rose from the dead. Jesus rose from the dead. It, it's so much, it's, it's so much there. Like, like, come on, like you start. You started off when you start the the story of Moses off. He's a baby in Egypt, so the, the story started in Egypt. And the thing is, you know it's, it's, it's interesting about this whole the whole dynamic when it comes to religion, when it comes to the um, biblical text um, scriptures, is that when you look at certain things and then you kind of tell people, right, we, 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 we try to base our society on the educated society, right? We try to say that most people, most people confess that they went to school 12 years. If, if you drop out, you drop out when you're 16, so what, 16, 17, so 11 years, right? Yeah. So we know that 11 years. Modern day, we could say, you know what? We could look up origins of things, right? Even in the Bible, they have corresponded scriptures. Before those times, we go to the when you go to the library for people to go to the library, they will have a book, and then they have a correspondent, right? And the correspondent will take you to another book and a whole nother aisle. All right, so that's people used to go to the library. If yeah, I remember that, you know, that's how it used to be when I was going to school. Pause. But so what I'm trying to get at is this. Is there are things that which you believe in this thing as facts, right? Mm-hmm. And right. false prophets. Back again, we don't know if anybody said those things verbatim. We don't know if Moses was just fucking high because he was standing next to a burning bush in a burning bush in the of desert. No, it, it that could, is so true. It could be a whole you know, weed. It could be a whole weed plant. Exactly. Cat William did say, you know, weed is a plant. But I'm saying, but like I said, we know what, and now me, me kind of like a um, ominous, I can kind of say, you know what? He probably didn't talk to a plant. He probably, burning, burning bush plant, motherfucker is a plant, right? It has photosynthesis, some shit like that. I don't know. But we know that the Native Americans, they used to burn plants to get in touch with their higher consciousness. Right. People and right now. It was a wheat bush. Yeah. We people right now we burn sage. Right? Right. So it's constantly a burn of a bush. But the person who told that story didn't tell it all the way. That's right. my issue. Now going on to our, our modern day false prophets. 
Um, you brought up uh, per- the, the perfect example. Um, one more man, what you what you call out of Umar, man? Which, uh, uh, I forgot what I call it. <laughs> Yo, I think it's like some hotel. Okay. Yeah, hotel. That yeah, shit was oh, funny. Yeah, hotel hustler. Hotel yeah, hotel hustler. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hotel hustler. So, for people who don't know who Omar fucking Johnson is, if behind on the rock, um, beyond this uh, social consciousness movement, Omar Johnson considered himself the prince of pan Africanism. He considered himself the. Um, <laughs> The cousin of Frederick Douglass, a relative of Frederick, Frederick Douglass. Um, he is a school psychologist. Um, he wrote a book. Um, and that's pretty much it. He just, so basically, he's a hustler right now for your knowledge. Um, and so the question came around was, Dr. Umar Johnson been on this uh, Frederick Douglass, Martin Garvey, Pan African School for about we could say eight years, right? Mm-hmm. So, because I knew about it in 2012, that's when he kind of like started getting on the scene, asking for money. Well, from 2012 to 2020, um, he finally got a school in the end of 2019, and it's still not up and running. So he only got a piece of a school. And we don't know what the fuck the school is going to be. We don't know the curriculum or anything about the school. The school doesn't have a website. Um, now, is it has he started classes or no? It's still, or still in construction? Right, nothing. Right, nothing. The school's well, already there. Here's my here's here's my question. Now, how much money was was he? Um, did he have to have this school? Was it like a million dollars or something like that? Listen, this this is what he said. Hey, I'm going to cut you off. Uh, no, that's cool. That's cool. Do your thing. You know, cause this, he, he pissed me off because I'm really about the people. And I said, I, I'm really, I, I don't, I'm not fake conscious. You know, they call it fake woke now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like, I live and breathe this. I wake up, breathe. I wake up, whatever I'm teaching you, Raina, I'm going to go tell my son the same thing. Because right. I'm going to keep pushing the line of what I'm saying. That's what I'm on. So when you telling me I want to make a school for black boys and black boys, but I don't never see you around no black boys. I don't see you doing nothing for black boys. All I see you do is pray on single black women. Mm. Yeah, well, that is a valid wow. I never looked at it that way. Well, you, let's, let's be honest yeah. now. Let's be yeah. honest. He says on a he says on an interview that ninety percent of black men are, are, are good black men, but the ten percent we gonna have to kill them. That kind of defeats the purpose. If anything, exactly. you should say ten percent. We need to teach. We need to mold. We need to groom. We need to put right. them in therapy. And he's a psychologist. You should say we need to have them in you therapy know. because we. Know that when niggas ain't shit, it's a it's a psycho it's, it's a psychology exactly. behind why niggas ain't shit. Exactly. You know what he says? I can't psychologize all these niggas. This is out of his own mouth. Wow. But you want me to take you serious, right? So it's like 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 uh like uh, uh Rich was saying, he's been taking donations. Some say since 2012. Some say he's been taking donations since 2009. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We are 2020. That's 11 years. So you, you see what I'm saying? So they said 
that it got up to a million dollars on the GoFundMe. But it got so bad, people was asking for refunds. GoFundMe started giving back refunds. So he mm. rushed, he just rushed and grabbed a dump, a, a dump of a, of a school that just that just bought it for 400000 Where the rest of the money at? Mm. Where the rest of the money at? Yes, and you know what? I am looking, so I decided to Google to see how much does it take to actually start a school, and it said exactly a million dollars. Wasn't he given that a while ago? But pause, pause. But the interesting thing is this, is that, I'm going to cut you off, but the interesting thing is this, is that when it comes to a charter school, and when she wants to open up, charter school gets fairly funded. So you don't have to put up the whole million at all. Because you say, you know what? I'll, P. Diddy had to start a start um, a charter school. On, LeBron James. We have multiple different people that started um, charter schools. That's not even nowhere close to the amount of money that Omar Johnson gets. And I think this, and then this, and then this is the thing that's just kind of interesting is that I'm not saying he's a he's a he's a dumb individual. No, he's very smart, but he's also very manipulative. Is that right. when we know when he goes to speak at these schools, these HBCUs? They pay him a grip. He's not getting paid four or five hundred dollars. He's getting paid in the thousands, and he's being treated into a hotel. Mm. You see, this is something we have to pay attention to. And so, when he started talking about, well, you know, I need this money for a school, this money for a school, and then he said, you know what? I don't even want to get federal funded to become a charter school. I want to have my own curriculum. Look at my brother. If that's how you want to get down. Do your thing, but you get thousands from all these HBCU schools. You saying you going to Africa, you going this space, you going to Dubai, you going this space. Your ass always in a fucking hotel room. <laughs> I mean, like in every one of his videos you see on YouTube now, he is constantly in a hotel room. Like nigga, do you have a house? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then he showed to the Breakfast Club. And you know what I'm saying, trying to spit some, you know, you know, weird theories and this, that, and the third. And though some of his theories do be uh do be on, right? Um, he just between him hustling black people for our for our money, right? He do drop a little bit of knowledge. You have to give you something to ease the pain. You gotta put the cheese on the track. There you go. But overall, look, you're raping the community. And so when I saw him, he had a spew with uh, the guy who created um, Hand Colors, Tariq, that kind of showed me where people stand. When he started talking, calling people names, and who you talking? I'm the prince of Pan Africanist. Me, nigga, I'll run this. I'll start this whole thing. Now, that makes me step back. I thought she was a psychologist. Y'all talk like that? See, there's, there's something, you know, something that, that me, me and my, my, uh, my boyfriend always talk about. There's something that he, he said one time, and I was like, what? But he, it's really true. He said a lot of um, woke activists that try to be leaders or they do become leader of the uh, conscious community, whether it's back then or even now, there's a certain narcissism that they carry within themselves, this self-importance that they have this high horse. Right. And that's where they begin to build enemies to be against them. Right. Because they do not keep their humility with their brothers and sisters, right. and I said, "Damn, that's so right." That's that's true. Because yo, that, yo, that's so that's so true. Like, I, I, I got to add on to that because as soon as you said that, I thought about 
I watched the video when I was 10. Um, Rich was playing mm-hmm. the video and he was saying, um, you know, trifling ass black people and y'all know I need this for my school, my, my. So like, I thought it was about the black boys though. You keep, you bring up the black boys to manipulate these women, mm-hmm. but then you keep saying it's your school, it's about you, it's about you. I thought it's for the struggle. What happens to the struggle? See, I, I think initially he started with, you know, for the community. But sometimes, like I said, when you start getting that that self-importance, it's just that that confidence becomes arrogance. Right. Or, or, or you do what, like, the Batman quote is, um, either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like I said, sometimes, um, and it's not just with Omar Johnson, but I use Omar Johnson as... But that's not polite. P- polite. Oh, yeah, polite. He's another one. Is another one. I love polite. Yo, I love polite. Like, for real. I love I'm polite. Yes, they do. They do. That's the thing. They do be on point. But see, my thing is, and that's 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 a um. I know you know me and my king. We we always have this debate because for me, I don't give a damn how true your shit is. How are you living? Who are you on the inside? I'm not following you if you're a fucked up person. Yeah. Right. Because whatever I'm listening to, that means I'm following a fucked up person. I need that's you to be preaching, doing what the fuck you're preaching. That's facts. That's facts. I think, like I said, what I've learned, what I've learned to do mm-hmm. with like niggas like polite, my, I turn my brain into a filtration unit. Yeah. So I can listen to his information, put it through my mind, and throw out the garbage, and keep what I can use for my own self. Mm. And I can separate. Okay, that that I know he's a fraud, but that little piece of information is is true indeed and I can use that to help benefit my life and better my life. Yeah. Thanks. Like I said, like it's, 2000 and like the early 2000s polite. Uh, I'm talking about like we had a similar we, we was talking about um polite too. I'm talking about polite when he was on Sidenetta. Right? We remember when they had a little Sidenetta TV. Sidenetta <laughs> TV. Like we're talking about Side netto, black news one on one. Now it's black news one on two. But um, I'm talking about on the street, on a corner, polite. That's how, that that polite is what we're looking for. We went from that kind of polite to we start getting money, right? Because what we do know, when you start getting up on YouTube, they have to start cutting some checks. We know that fact. YouTube always been like that. Then he said, you know, he quoted. He said he wrote 99 books. So we don't get money from that, and then some of us, some of us, and you have a following um, beyond that. They, they also give some money. Now, what we do know is that he got to a point, he got to a wealthy position um, where he now lives in LA, and from that he started do some shaky shit. I'm not saying you know there are demons or some kind of bad energies in LA. But it's something about that area. Every time some nigga go over there, it's always some shit. <laughs> right? It's always some yeah, shit. No, that ass. You know what I'm saying? So Polite went there. I remember Polite in New York. Um, and he was kind of on that, you know, that black consciousness, us black people, this, that, and the third. Um, he got there and he started saying, money is God. Never forget it. He said, money is God when he was with Mayweather. When we were black people starting to boycott Gucci. He said, I'm not boycotting Gucci. For what? I work hard. I, I earn this money. I'm going to get this Gucci. Right? My money is my God. Now, before, 
Like mm. he is he is one of the first people to start saying black women are my god. But he ended up saying he slipped up that time and said that money was his god. Yep. So and, and people people kind of um through through we got a lot of flack from that. Him assigned that guy into it because he started to change and he's in Dubai with different different women and with cars and this, that, and third time niggas getting telling, you know, black people in to get the money up, look at this, you know, look who I'm hanging around, you know, for money Mayweather. And so I'm looking at how Mayweather moved, and I'm looking at how Polite move, and I'm saying, look, are you doing things to fit in? Because all of a sudden, Polite is, is, is now a ghostwriter for a rap artist. Wait, what? <laughs> are you serious? No, for real. I mean, you can look this up. This man said he's a good ghostwriter. So we went from education of of look. Let me, let me give you some 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 words to liberate you um, physically and mentally from the situation you're at, right? To money is our god. I'm a ghostwriter for rappers. I'm in LA. I'm in Dubai. <laughs> Oh my god! And then, and then for me, it was another thing too with him having those all those wives that he had. I, I just, you know, I remember it was an interview. Um, um, my boyfriend tried, you know, he he let me just watch it with him or whatever. He said, you know, because my boyfriend said, "Well, I understand like why he's doing it because it's more income for the family." And I said, "Man, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's Bull bullshit. fucking shit." And when I watched the interview, I looked at him. I said. This is bullshit. Can you please cut it off? He was like, why do you say that? I said, for me, I spot bullshit like nobody's business. I said, this is complete bullshit because my thing is, is yo, if you want to fuck a bunch of bitches at the same time, yo, man, just say that you want to fuck a bunch of bitches at the same time. Do not put in consciousness with that shit. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't put that up. Like you said, really, I feel like it's so sad because he's, he's using it like how a drug dealer or, or put a storefront up for a cover up. Yes. He's, he's using the consciousness. And yes. community as a cover up to do the bullshit under the table. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Exactly. And that's bullshit. That's bullshit. But I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm not feeling that shit. I was like, I don't give a fuck how much money you think you bringing more in the house. Nah, fam, y'all are fucking sister wives. Y'all fucking the same dick. And y'all getting pregnant by the same dick. And if that's what y'all want to do, cool, that's, that's fine. Cool. But do not use don't don't use that shit on the back of black people. Right. And then thinking that that's that and, and, and now you haven't. This community thinking that that's that's the way to do it, and, and when they back, probably don't want to do it. Yeah, and that goes back to what Rich was saying. Like we always looking for a messiah. We always looking for mm-hmm. somebody, look, somebody black that can talk good. I ain't gonna lie to you, but like to talk circles around your ass. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Circles oh, hell around yeah. your ass. If you don't, if if you're not mentally strong enough, he will finesse you. He got the <laughs> mouth of the devil. He, he Yo, they said does. they said because they said he just got he just got arrested. Uh, or whatever in Alabama um, a few days ago for uh, wow. fraud or whatever. <laughs> how did I read that? <laughs> listen, though, this nigga, I don't know how polite did it, but I think he got the gift for gal. I give him that. He was able to talk to God into giving him $10,000 cash in his hand. He never gave the services to the man. The man reported it, got his ass locked up. Wow. I think I heard about something like that. What, what made it so bad? Because they're gonna look at the old 2008, 2011 videos of polite on the street corner, right? <laughs> what side? They gonna ask what side that at first. What side that? He always with you, but they gonna look at that and like, you know what? 
He's a conscious brother. He's here for the people. He he right. knows what um, us black people need. And so from that, like I, like, like I said again, we tend to believe in people who say they have the wisdom of God, that God spoke to them, right? Um, and then we just we just run along with it. We're constantly looking for a savior. That's that's why I feel that, um, and like I said, it's not just black people, it's just humanity in general. That's why superheroes were so appealing. That's why the Epic of Gilgamesh, one of my favorite um, books, the first epic ever written, was so great is that Gilgamesh was his mountain of a man, right? He was Superman, right? In that, in that time. And so people looked at him as, yo, this he's, he's that guy. Even the gods was like, yo, we got to find somebody to kill this nigga. And they still couldn't do it. So we created that superhero image and we always, and we, and we all looked up to that superhero image. Horus, right? The sun, the sun god, excuse me, the sky god. We looked at like, yo, Horus is a bad dude. Horus right. fucked up set. That's a bad dude, right? right? He freed us. That's a bad dude. He's, he, hey, we got to follow everything he do, right? And so it's not of us seeing a person doing. It's the mythology of it, right? And mythology can lead us different ways. We have to, re, we have to remind ourselves a couple things, right? A religion is on religion, but for so long. Until it becomes a um, mythology. And I think people have to understand that. Right now, I feel that we're on a transitioning period. In the next 100 years, 50 to 100 years, Christianity and um, will become a mythology. I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I think so too. And like I said, it happened with, think, think of it like this, the Sumerian culture, Right? So the Sumerian culture predates um, Egyptian culture, right? But then there's similarities. Egyptian culture just blew the fuck up. The Egyptian culture, uh, well, excuse me, Kemet, um, that was like the fucking New York City. Like, that was Washington, D.C. of the fucking world. Even though the Sumerian culture was kind of there before, this, this, these motherfuckers right here, nothing. The monuments they built, skyscrapers, this is what made um, Kemet so much powerful. So right. before Kemet, the Sumerian culture, they their their belief system by the Anunnaki gods and stuff, that was a whole religion. Right. You wasn't gonna disrespect a Kindu, you know what I'm saying, and all those people. Nah, yeah, they, hey, the aliens came down here, they came and got the gold, they ain't they ain't they got damn planet X. Hey, that's that's just what it is. Right? But after a while, after a while when it, when when the Kemet culture came in, the Sumerian culture took a back seat and then ended up becoming a mythology. Right? And so now we have Kemet. Egyptian culture came with a fucking smash. Because almost every other culture country, excuse me, country, and um and Europe started starting to take the knowledge from that area. Now, what people didn't know was that Kemet had the knowledge of all of Africa, and so they put all of, they put all Western Africa, Southern Africa, Ethiopia. They bring they brought all that right right to this area. Like I said, it was a New York City of the world, 
and, yeah. 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 And so they wipe anybody, you know, by far. And so from there, we got a birth of um, the Greek gods. Now, that's why the Greek gods and Roman gods are so similar to the gods of Saint Kevin, right? Zeus, Hades. You see what I'm saying? Hercules. You know, um, Poseidon. These all these other entities came from what we do know was from Kemet. And then after a while, when Kemet kept getting conquered and conquered and conquered, because at that time Kemet wasn't trying to go to war with niggas. People have to understand this. At, at this time, black people, we were so fucking welcome, man, even back then. Come on, man. Shit, man. We have no cookout over here, man. You know, my man, he just he just opened up you know, the pyramid on, on 82nd Street, man. Come on, come fuck with us. But that's what he was doing. Like, like if you don't know, is that you read how they were so welcoming to every fucking body. Right? They were welcoming to every fucking body. Yeah, yep, that's how they got fucked. And that's how Kemet, the stories were stolen, right? Put right back over to Greece, right back over to Rome, John Constantine, Council of Nicaea, now Kemet culture, um, and their and their spirituality now has become a mythology. Now as when you now when you study Greek, uh, excuse not Greek, but Egyptian, they said it's Egyptian mythology. Right, and then you know, then Constantine, um, after the rise of uh, Judeo Judeoism, um, he said, "You know what? I need to get on this over here. Let me, let me, let me, let me. I, I think everybody's going to this right here. So let me get everybody to come together, and I'm gonna put this law down. Let me get the Council of Nicaea going. And from the Council of Nicaea, right, that's when he said, "You know what? All y'all, we all believe. Well, most of y'all factions of." Um, Christians or or Jewish people, all y'all believe that, you know, different entities, well, y'all believe different factors of um, Catholicism, right? And so, he, he, yeah, he, he bring them all in, Catholicism, excuse me, he bring them all in and he say, you know what, let's decide what the fuck we're gonna do. And so, these are just random niggas coming in. Rad, random niggas coming in and saying, you know what, I know, I know stories about Jesus and God and the Old Testament and all these motherfuckers. This is what they will want. This is exact, and this is what this went down. Yeah, go ahead.
it became hip hop became a mythology now. And so, like I said, that's but people who like I know it's, it's frustrating. More educated, more educated. Like, like for one, like I said, like I keep saying, man, it's it's, it's the lack of education is what. No, no, no. Let me let me rephrase this. Excuse me. The miseducation is what kills our people. The miseducation and going right back over. These are public documents. These are things that we could just go and look up. You could go to the library. They're, they have the History Channel document, do, um, what is it, uh, documentaries talking about it. It's that exact thing we're talking about. So this is not something that's far-fetched. It's not something that, oh, you niggas just make it up. No. It's that other people know about this. It's just us. And so to backtrack, um, again, why, why things become mythologies, all right, is when when the concept I see came about and he was pl- plucking these these niggas out here and they said let's make um, God um, the Son the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit. That wasn't originally the, the idea of it. You know what I'm saying? And how the count it was mo- it was not just the Council of Nicaea. They ended up having multiple different councils, right? And so from that. Is what's baffling to me why people keep following certain certain things. So backtrack again, even to the comments um, from the Facebook meme, right? And and this is so funny because I mean I, I ended up writing a post about it. Um, is that another person said, well, you know, something about when you let it go has been about five hundred years, right? And if you follow me on Facebook, you will see that why is why is that some white people always want to add more years to slavery. Motherfucker, it's just been 153 years ago. Literally, slavery has been 153 years ago. And so I alluded to, like I said, I wrote on a, 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 a comment, I am literally three, three, four, three, excuse me, four generations from slavery. My grandmother, who was like 105, her mother, um, nine times out of 10, was a slave. And so that's how that's how personal it is. So when people say, "Well, you ain't let it go," no. Well, why let it go? And I came back and I said, "The issue is this. The issue is that people always want black people to let go of slavery, but the world has to always remorse in regards to the Jewish Holocaust. The world always has to remorse in in, in regards to um, the bombing of Hiroshima. The world always has to remorse to." Uh, um, 9-11 the world always had the remorse to those things but when black people start saying we're being mistreated religiously here and all throughout the world we need to get over it and I want to make it, I want to make sure that everybody understands this racism not just only exists in America they have it in, it has it in Canada um, China um, South America, um, Latin America, um, excuse me, that's Central America, I meant to say. Um, you know, India, they, it, you know, Australia, it, it, is, it is all around the world. 
And so when somebody said, look, look how the life is for African-Americans here. More, more, some of the most successful black people I know are, 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 are black. So because I'm black and I'm successful, does that negate the situation that's going on in the world? No. Does, does that eliminate the disparity that goes on? No. And I, and I think that we tend to find that amusing because the opposition, which is white people are at, at this moment where I'm, where I'm speaking about, tends to always say, well, look how y'all are now. When the stop and frisk in New York City was 80, 87% of it was black and Latino people. And you, we don't find we don't we don't we don't find that as an issue. When thirty percent of the population is sixty percent of the prison population, we don't find that an issue. When black people are being uh, um, having longer prison sentences, we don't find that an issue, right? But as soon as we start bringing up slavery, well, you need to get over it. Look at God. We pray to God. No, I'm tired of that. I'm t- my my like like. Even when my brother Polite said, brother Polite said, look, my grandmother been praying to God, her sister, all of them. And I seen all of them getting ran over by the religion um, train. And you think I'm going to be on, you think I'm going to be the next nigga to stay on that track? No, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. And I feel that we, we constantly use that example. False prophets. Again, we have mass shootings in schools, right? Instead of us trying to pass some gun reform, we go. We always go to, um, well, the preacher man said this, which, you know what I'm saying? Nah, this is pray to God. The preacher man ain't going to go to the Congress and say, this is wrong. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's make some, let's change these laws. Let's make getting a gun, um, getting got a little harder for certain individuals. That's not happening. But we always tend to go to religion when they have a serious problem. Now, when the cure for the coronavirus comes out, let me guess what they're going to say. Look at God. You see what I'm saying? Versus, yo, that scientist, Dr. Umlagata, that nigga did his shit, man. Yeah, so I'll fuck with him. Then, like I said, it, we're constantly going to these false prophets. Joel Osteen, another false prophet. He makes millions and billions of dollars. But there you go. Right? John Gray. Greenville. I remember I remember when John Gray came out. When John Gray came to Greenville. And me and you was working at um Aaron's. And we said, oh my God, John Gray's going. He, you know, he follows Bishop T.D. Jakes. Yo, he's going to do his thing. Dry, John. Yeah. <laughs> 
But that's it. Then again, we're, we're back to following false prophets. How many times have our grandmothers been bamboozled by the preacher? How many times grandma will give him the whole fucking check? Grandma will give him the whole fucking check. But yet, grandma needs money to buy groceries. A lot of times the church is not there. Or the preacher is not there. And so, like I said, that's my issue. It's false prophets. I remember, and I don't want to throw nobody under the bus. But fuck it. They probably, they probably not going to listen to my show anyway. Our show. Um, so, um, I remember when, like, you know, my cousin, my cousin passed. And so, the preacher started talking. And, um, you know... She started saying stuff about him. And it was interesting because these niggas didn't know him. I know him. Right? So the things they were saying, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? But the people in the crowd who didn't know him will listen to their words. For the people who didn't know him. And now that will create a perception. Now it goes back to it's not just these big figures. It's not just Omar Johnson. It's not just Joel Olstein. It's not just Brother Polite. Right? There are people in our personal lives that we can see, that we can physically touch, that are a guy that's leading us the wrong way. So so that's why we have to be very critical. Very critical. Yeah. Because, like, I, I remember I seen this post. It said religion stops people from thinking critically. And that is the that is the truest thing that anybody could ever do. When you start, listen, I tell people every time, don't listen to the fuck I got to say. You don't listen to your goddamn say. You got to listen to the fuck I'm saying. Right? You don't. But you, we have to look at it just like that. We go to school and they always tell you, well, look this up. 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 Apply those tools. Stop. We can't, you know, we, we can't keep listening to every fucking body and taking all that shit in as is true. Even when it comes to science. If you don't go ahead and do your own experiment, don't fucking listen to it like that until you can fucking prove it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I love this. I love this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
You go ahead and go right now. You go ahead and go take this one first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I, this, this is my answer in regards to um, uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam and the fruits and all them boys. <sighs> he did his thing. He did his thing. What he did was monumental, right? Um. But we also, in regards to, like you said, Randy, we also have to put in the concept is that the nation of Islam was infiltrated. So a lot of things, a lot of things, he himself his mouth. He wasn't really, you know what I'm saying, wasn't with killing Malcolm. But his son, who had, you know, who his homeboy was probably an informant for the FBI or whatever, was kind of putting things in the air. So we had to be very careful of how we word things. That's why the guy who actually killed Malcolm was actually out here on the street because the FBI had a hand in it and the New York City PD. So we have to be careful of when you know when we talk about that. And that's why I don't. I, that's why I don't fully blame the nation of Islam because you don't know what you don't know. You see what I'm saying? If you don't know that person's infiltrating, infiltrated, excuse me, and going to you know uh, Elijah Muhammad saying. Malcolm is getting too big. Malcolm want to overthrow you. These are the things that was, that was in the documentary that was coming out. You see what I'm saying? Or when Malcolm X bodyguard was in, you know what I'm saying, was with the New York City Police Department. That was that, you know what I'm saying, that was that was infiltrating. These are the things you gotta be careful with. And we have to, we have to think critically about this. If that didn't happen, if the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, and those boys did not come into um, the nation of Islam, you know, Malcolm X would probably still be alive, granted in health conditions, and the nation of Islam would probably be way bigger than they are now. And they're huge. These motherfuckers command a million man march. Yeah. I, I, I can say that. I can say that just, just, just like, just like to an extent, um, Malcolm, um, not Malcolm, excuse me, Martin Luther King, to that same extent. You see what I'm saying? And so when he, and then, and we have to be very critical about this too, as well, is that he, uh, Martin Luther King, protest anti-violence, right? But in his, in his church, he had an arsenal of guns. And you see what I'm saying? He's a preacher. And he said, "You know what? I'm still, I'm still gonna fuck around." So these are the things you have to pay attention to. Do I respect the deeds that they've done? Yes. Do I respect Elijah Muhammad? I do. You did great things, right? But are you someone that I dare fall over and follow? No. And I think that's why what that's why made Malcolm, um, 
so so kind of perfect in certain a lot of people's eyes is that Malcolm was a straight up street nigga. Where how how you want to cut it? He was pimping bitches. He was selling drugs. He got locked up. He had a perm. Straight. You know what I'm saying? You're a straight street nigga. And then he went from a street nigga to, you know what I'm saying, to to um, changing his whole life to become a better person to fight for the battles for black people. Yes. And I think those humble beginnings, it creates that story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why that's why you have to be that's why I said you have to be we have to be critical when we're talking about Elijah Muhammad, right? Is that I even though the deeds that he did was bad, right? I think it was eight girls, the secretaries were eight, eight, sixteen year old girls. Um but we, we you know, but we beyond that blemish, right? So far, what we do know is that Elijah Muhammad. He was really, look, stop waiting for God to come out here. Let's create our heaven. Let's open up this goddamn store right here, a whole strip. Let's do that. And so when it comes to Elijah Muhammad, yes, do I feel like sometimes he's a false prophet? Yeah, because he didn't praise all everything that he preached. But do I feel that he led people the right way some of the times? I do. Just like just like Omar Johnson. I feel that Omar Johnson, even though in his in his um, and his selfishness, right? That that he he goes all these tirades saying he's he's better than everybody, every black man, and this that, and the third. That between the lines, he does drop a lot of good knowledge, brother polite. Even though brother polite be on his bullshit a lot of times, between the lines, he drops a lot of fucking knowledge, and I have to acknowledge it. I cannot discredit everything the person says because of certain acts, right? Just like with R. Kelly. R. Kelly to me, yes, he's a child molester. Do you like having sex with little girls? Yes. Does he have a mental condition because of that? Probably so, right? But I cannot give away the Chocolate Factory album. I love the Chocolate Factory album. I love the 12 Play album. I love TP2. You, you see what I'm saying? I, I, look, I could, I know his act was wrong, but his music was legendary. Elijah Muhammad, act was wrong. His movement, legendary. Martin Luther King, his gene act was wrong, but his movement, legendary. You see what I'm saying? Even down to Gandhi. Even when we went down to Gandhi, where Gandhi was, was you know what I'm saying? Gandhi had a little bit of racism. He had a little bit of racism in, in itself, right? Yeah. You see, but good, but... but but Gandhi had a whole as a mind has a monument in um, Martin Luther King Park in um, in Atlanta, Georgia. So yes, his acts and he did some some horrendous acts, but his movements was phenomenal for certain people, right? So these are the things that I think sometimes we have to look at when it comes to false prophets. Do I like everything that um, John the Baptist did? No. Do I like everything that Paul did? Do I like everything in the Bible? I don't. And I will constantly say that to the day I die. No, I do not like it. But are there some things in the Bible we can learn to become a better person? Yes. There's some things in the Bible that you can learn to become a better husband. Yes. A better wife. Yes. A better human, you know, a better person overall. Yes. Those are things that's in the Bible. But overall, when those things 
um, sometimes contradict other things in the Bible, that's where things get shifty. And so that's why, that's one of my beliefs is when it comes to talking about false prophets, we have to be very critical. Their act was wrong. That's why I wouldn't follow them fully. But their movement was right. But Yeah, got it. Without question, without question. But Facts. Facts, facts, just 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 like in future. Future always talking about doing drugs, but then they don't do drugs. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So False prophets, and another one of the biggest false prophets is these uh, politicians. One of the biggest ones. And, man, I will. Yeah, I you know I, I will go kind of political. We may have to me. I'm gonna drop a little political thing, something small. I want to go in depth. Um, false prophet obviously is our president. So reason being is that. Um, a year ago, we had a um, a team, um, an office 
and the federal government that handles epidemics, catastrophes. The motherfucker fired him saying it was a waste of money. Now look at us. And a lot of a lot of fuck it. A lot of white people still fuck with this nigga, man. And that's the that's the and that's the weirdest thing, right? And another thing we have to pay attention to is this. I'm not gonna get too political. My boy Andrew Yang, when he was running for president, he said we should all give all Americans a stimulus of a thousand dollars a month. People laughed at him. But now look at these motherfuckers when they hand out for a thousand dollars because the president said he's gonna do it. False prophets. No, it's not we're getting stuck with it. It's just, that's just overall, that's what it is. <laughs> Why people in politics do not mix well. Well, Kroger is doing that. I was at Kroger today. Kroger is doing it. I'll tell you that because you know, I, I went to Kroger today, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, I, I can explain that. I can, I, can, I can answer that question. The question, the answer to that question is because America is a free market enterprise. There you go. <laughs> it's a free market enterprise. Facts, facts. Um, but you know, eventually, like I said, hopefully, hopefully that won't go through. Because if that goes through, then we all are fucked. A straight sodomized. We're all getting raped by the system. So, um, wow. <laughs> shit. If it's if it's problematic, shit, why do you put a box on the other damn Freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. There's a connection. Then I said that. Then I said that last episode.
Ya. <laughs> but like, like like you said, is the good thing about it is the earth is earth is earth is healing. Yeah. That's why I said when I get out of the house, man, I'm planting like an apple tree. True. Like I said, man, um, when I get out of the house, I'm planting me an apple tree. Yeah, I'm still here. Nah, nah, nah. You hear me? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Can you hear me? <laughs> hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. I'm back. God damn, shit. Uh, but, uh, like, like, I think it's essential. I think that people are smart for doing it. Um, yeah. And I think, like I told you before in the last, we, we, me and Randy talked about in the last episode, is that what this pandemic is doing is giving the earth time to heal. The ozone layer yeah. right now is getting back strong. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is what. This is what we wanted. This is what's good, not just for us, um, but for the whole world. And so, yeah. yes, it's essential to have certain things. It's forcing people to get closer back to their, with their families. Uh, people who are always working, um, working those 12-hour days and shifts, they're at home now. So they get yeah. to know their kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And so, like I said, it, it has its benefits, Right. Um, people like me, um, which I'm a family person, I'm an introvert family person. I love it. I'm cool with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I have zero issues. Hey, you know, you can not go on out. I'll go out anyway. I'll go out anyway. Um, only thing, you know, I'll probably, you know, might get a haircut, but, um, be, be, you know, beyond that, what it could do is it teaches people to become more independent. So now yes. I might go to the store, buy me some clippers, just, you know what I'm saying? Just get myself right. Because um, like I said, you don't know how long the shit I'm going to be. Um, right. But from from those kind of aspects, um, I think it. I think this pandemic came in the right time. I think that people are fools to not learn from what we're going through now um, to prepare themselves, right? So like I said, when I get a house, um, I'm planting me a apple tree. Right. Probably a little great. Oh, I can't uh, wait to get a house. Yeah, oh, I probably, can't wait for yeah, that. Yeah, probably a little great bush. You see what I'm saying? And I'll probably yeah, yeah. and you know I have my little um and I'm having me a, a, a animal, a pet. I'm having me a big ass pit. <laughs> you know, so oh, a big ass rock Oh my god, why the fly pit? Lord. I got a, I got a puppy. Yeah, I seen it got blue, ain't it? 
Yeah, yeah, nice blue dog. Yeah, that dog was nice. But I'm saying, but it's essential because your dog, your pet guards or guards your surroundings when you're not, when, you know, when you're not home, when you're asleep. Your pet um, see or senses entities um, that's not human, right? Mm-hmm. So the benefits of, the, of having a dog or an animal, it, it goes far beyond just feeding them. Right, right. Yeah. So, for, so for Kareem, he having that puppy around when his son is little, right? You have a boy or girl, dog. Tommy. Yeah. It's a girl. Oh my God! So for, yeah. for so you know for a fact, um, when his son get older, don't is no female or anybody gonna get close to his son, even yeah. when Kareem is not there. And his girl just did. Nobody's gonna get close to his son. That's fact. That's why I got him. See? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you're right when you said the whole the fact that it's a it's a female. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, because female, even even your mother is very protective of her kids. Mm-hmm. You know oh yeah. So but, yeah, it's definitely in a, in, a, in a woman's nature to do that. But no yeah, female I'm, dogs I'm still, are I'm mean. I'm still not having them in my house. Hell, my. <laughs> boyfriend was like because you know once because we said you know once this whole quarantine thing started you know lifted we're going to start house hunting because the market's going to be a little bit lower right right he was like you sure you don't want to get a german german nothing i don't want <laughs> nothing german ne- no i don't want no damn no hell no what's wrong with the jelly seven though i'm not no i don't want no pet in my goddamn house oh, <laughs> no i told him the only thing i want on, on all fours is out is, is kids <laughs> right. <laughs> I said no. They can leave go to the backyard. And, and that's the thing for me. I have such a big heart when it comes to animals. I'm not gonna want that dog to be outside. So I already know that dog will be in the house. And I'm not about to have a horse in my house. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, because I gotta keep. I, I'm learning that I gotta keep getting shots and making sure it's deworming. Please, anything. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Exactly. It's like take care of whole baby. It's like I got two kids in the house. Exactly, exactly. When it pays off in the end. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's the thing. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't stand when I see dogs outside. Yeah, I can't stand it either. It hurts my heart. It hurts mine too. Yeah, that's my heart. So I grew up on Animal Planet and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, put that motherfucker in the garage, then. Yeah, <laughs> get in the garage. What? My sister, my my one of my sisters, um, she does that. She got a um, what's that nigga that that from Beethoven? Um, that dog from Beethoven. What they what are they called? Beethoven. The one that slob all the time. Uh, uh, husky. No, they're not huskies. So, Them what what are, I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, but she she keeps hers in the garage as well. And ooh, we, I'll never forget when I first saw that dog and that dog tried to come charging at me. I said, "Girl, if you don't get your horse." <laughs> but I'm saying, but it's good though. Like like Kareem, like I look at it just like how it is on the island. You know, like Will Smith, I'm legend. It must like I know when I get a, when I get my house, I'm 100. percent I'm getting me a pit or a Rottweiler. A rock wall? Oh, that's even worse. What? Look, you gotta understand this, and I'll make sure it's a female. I know for a fact. Once you train her right, train her well. I know for a fact, ain't nobody gonna come fuck with my kids, and nobody gonna come fuck with me if I like. Even if I'm sleeping and like somebody try to break in your house and your dog in there, it's over. Yeah, they, you wanna put the fear in people. 
Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's what it, I mean, that's what they're for. You know what I'm saying? Like they're lovable or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's they are, you know, they're guard, they're guard dogs. Um right. so another you know, pandemic or let's say the the economy crash, everything goes to shit. Right? There's a couple of things you're gonna need how to do. You're gonna need how to defend yourself, you're gonna need how to shoot. That's something you need to go out. You're gonna need how to shoot. Right? right. I know you saw you telling right now about Tracy. Um, yeah, I just said, I said, I just said, I just saw it. Yeah, I just saw it. Yeah. yeah. So, you're going to, you know what I'm saying? You're going to you need to learn how to shoot. You're going to need a weapon, right? You're going you're gonna to need to learn how to grow. You're going to need, you need, you're going to need another CPR, first aid. Yep. Those are essential things. Those are know, essential things. Yeah, you also swim. I, I remember you, you mentioned a hurricane. Yeah, I know how to swim. Think about listen. You go down to New Orleans. Let's go back to 2000. When, when, when did Katrina happen? Yeah, like 2000. 2005. No, something like that. It was no, it was a long time because that's that's when Kanye West said that George Bush doesn't care about black people. like a bad um, um, stereotype that we have that we can't swim uh, it's really not good that we really don't and it's not even that we don't we don't take the time to learn but no we, we don't but we, we can roll we can, we can pearl a blunt what? oh perfectly my shit pearl bro look at my shit my shit right bro man, fuck that blunt nigga there ain't gonna be no blunt when your ass ain't got shit yeah exactly you see what I'm saying like that's the only shit that pisses me off because we 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 talk all this hoopla, but when the shit hit the fan, it's only a good handful of black. See, like us three on the phone, when something happens, we'll probably still be in contact because we, we on the same vibration mentally. Yeah, we, yeah. We can share information with one another and look right up boom, do that. And Kareem, grow your stuff like that. And Rich, do that. Yeah, like we'll be helping mm-hmm, each other, mm-hmm. but the rest of them, I'm it's sad to say, you can't save everybody. No, you can't. And so, like, yeah. I always had, like, I ain't gonna lie to you, I always had, like, all these ideas and theories when shit goes left. Um, <laughs> where the first place I'll go, like, the first place yeah. I will go, I will go to Shooter's Choice. First place. I, if we will all be fools if we don't get strapped up, the first day shit goes left. Right. Why? Because that's when the real purse shit gonna start. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so we, that, you know what I'm saying? So that's when we have to get all kind of shit. Like, you're going to need ammo. You're going to need assault rifles. You're going to need a vehicle. That's why I love Jeeps. Because, see, them Jeeps are motherfucking multi terrain. You fuck with the world, so I'm going off road. So I think that's what is essential, right? When shit goes left, it's to get those things guns. And from your guns, after that, Let's go ahead and 
go like a pharmacy, get a bunch of first aid, and you can always find food. Always. But weapons and um, healthcare is essential. It's It's fucking essential. It's essential. Because money don't mean nothing if the grid goes down. Yeah, yeah. And it's another it's another thing y'all need to get to just to have on y'all. They got solar solar power solar powered um chargers. So like, solar power chargers. Like like you go on Amazon type in solar power solar panel or solar power chargers. You can go out in the sun and let this thing juice up. It don't matter where you at, you can plug up your phone, plug up anything with a USB and you can charge it from the sun. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's just like just like just like the um, like solar panels we have regularly, like right. like what we do know is that we're trying to get to a place where that is always accessible, right? Right. In it's which it's renewable, it's renewable energy. Yeah, so it can be stored. So like this is what I would do. This is what I would do. What I would do is I get all my homies. Hey, this is what we're gonna do. Shit, I go left. You strapped up. You strapped up. You strapped up. We all strapped up. Right, the women make sure they all know how to shoot, just like in Doomsday Preppers. From oh my that, God, y'all sound like Trey. <laughs> now, oh my God! But, but you know what I'm saying. But us men, we're on the front line. This is what right. we're gonna do. We're gonna have our own campsite. Hey, we're gonna take turns guarding. Right. Make sure each of us have our own little dog. Right. Yeah. We we need those animals around because if we if we go down, we know them dogs gonna come and kill some shit. Right. Well, yeah. And from that. How about women and us, you know, us as well, or the kids? Y'all, y'all guys need to start gardening. Yeah. That's why a lot of times we need to start getting to a more of a healthy lifestyle of going yeah. vegan, right? Um, that's why right now I'm drinking a lot of the more smoothies, like, you know, fruit, vegetables, stuff like that. And oh, get our bodies used to just eating that alone. Because what we do know, niggas ain't gonna wanna go kill no damn deer or all these other bullshit, and we know we can't clean it properly. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. If we can't, if we know we can't clean it properly, what we do know is this: is that apples grow from the damn earth, oranges, everything you need to be a vegan, healthy wise, right? Is 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 accessible, right? Right, mm-hmm. and we don't really have to leave our campsite to go and hunt because all of it will be right there. Yeah. Right, right, and we do know if, if people got to take a shit or whatever, that renews renew the soil. Yeah, and, and I heard I heard this thing too. They said if you up in the woods and you wanted you had to survive for like berries and shit, you can go off of like uh red and yellow, kill the fellow, and and red and blue is good for you. So you can eat blueberries, you can eat red berries, but stay away from the yellow and the, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. Little shit like that though. There's little shit like that that can save your life. Mhm, exactly, exactly. But like that's how it is. It, we got weapons, we can farm, right? We got guard dogs and we got first aid, and we can teach. That's society. Build our own society, just like that. Right. And so, like I said, if anybody comes within, let's say, three hundred feet of, of of that of that parameter, have pro- See, look. I already thought about this deeply. Have propane yeah, I tanks. Think, I think, for, I think you and Trey have been thinking about the same thing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> shit ever. Yeah. Have propane tanks three hundred feet away from. Um, excuse me, 300 yards away from our actual campsite. So if somebody go ahead and, and touch a wire or whatever, boom, that propane tank goes off, blow up the whole fucking area. Real shit. 
Man, I've been on that shit, boy. I'm saying, hey. Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. <laughs> and, 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 and everything that we talk about ties back into false prophets. Why ain't these people talking about this? Y'all talk about getting high. Y'all talk about politics. Y'all talk about, but why we not talk about the real shit? That's why I posted on Facebook. I said, y'all need to be running after the elderberry syrup and not the tissue. Because my thing, because my thing is, is why is all the shelves of perishable stuff like the most carb related, high corn, like high fructose corn syrup, all the things that don't ruin is completely gone. But yet all the multivitamins are still here. All the elderberry syrup. For me, my house is stocked with vitamin C. I have multivitamins. I have nothing but elderberry syrup, probiotics. That's what I, the first thing I stocked up on when the shit started. That's why I fuck with you. Because I swear to God, we're doing the same shit. We on the yes. same. My whole medicine cabinet, from vitamin C to potassium to calcium. Exactly. Listen, I'm not playing with this shit. Exactly. Exactly. Like, but yet, but then somebody came under my post and was just saying, oh, like, I actually heard that it's an elderberry is bad for the COVID-19. I'm like, how? It's a fucking berry. I said, really? I said, I never heard of that. I said, it's a berry. People, we so, like, people so ignorant. It's just, it's, just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. It yeah, really nah, fam. It really yeah. is. But but like I say, I, I don't I don't understand why we continue to follow. You feel me? A a a, a Dr. Umar and a, and a Donald Trump and, a, and none of them is talking about what God left us on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's all you need. That's what I'm trying to teach my son from from birth. Look, all that other shit. What what Denzel said on training day. It's, this is 90% bullshit, but it entertains me. It's all. Ooh, that's what I'm trying to say. That's my motherfucking movie. It's all when it comes down to 10%, what you need to live a, a long life, that's what I'm here for to teach you. Facts. Yeah. Facts, facts. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. But I'd like to thank everybody um, for listening. This is, this is an extended episode. Our emergency motherfucking episode. Yeah, right. Emergency episode. Our quarantine episode. Quarantine this was episode. dope, y'all. Thank you guys so much. Y'all definitely put a lot of sparks into my brain. Thank this you. this was very needed Thank during you. this Thank time. You. And um, it was it was it was look, man. I don't think people quite understand how um how enjoyable my time was with this episode. Um it's very, it's very rarely that I say something like that. Um, every once in a while, we get an episode where I like, you know, we really enjoy and go for an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, and it seems like we've just been talking for ten minutes. Um, it, does. it does. It does. Yes. And so yeah. this is one of the ones that I, I truly, I truly enjoy um, us black people dropping knowledge with each other, right? Yes. Um, we teaching each other. I learned something new today. Um, you know, hopefully, every, you know, my other two co co stars learn something new. And um, yeah, yeah. and this one is this one is always always going to be about what's always about for me is that we get out here and we promote right and we talk about things so that could better not just ourselves but to better um, society, to better our community. And yes, um, absolutely, second, absolutely. And second thing. We have to give a congratulations again um, to Reem because he has his own podcast show. You are oh, right. shit, I can see that again. Oh, oh. Yo. First of all, y'all 
for us too if you need us to come over there and talk some smack we'll be right there with oh, you definitely. any definitely. elevation you need you know we got you oh that's awesome man that's so enough of that man shout out the podcast man yes hood therapy man shout out man it's the it's hood therapy podcast it's on youtube we we getting all the files ready to put it on um apple music and all the other platforms but i had to get the visual out it's on YouTube right now, The Hood Therapy Podcast. We on Instagram and Facebook, The Hood Therapy Podcast. Is it the like D A or no, the like T A like T H E? Okay. Yeah, yeah, T H E. The Hood Therapy. I like that name too. I like yeah. that name too. You know, I wanted to keep it like you know, just just couch talk, like you know, just yeah. like go to cookout. We go to cookout. We sit at the kitchen table. I I, I want to do it like that kind of talk. You know oh, saying? I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm a type of nigga like I don't mind starting from the bottom. You know, a plant gotta you gotta put the plant in the soil first. Exactly. So exactly. I don't mind starting from the dirt because you grow from it. So I'm I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? But um, we definitely going up, and you know, one hand wash the other, still sharp as steel. And I'm gonna take a lot of information that we talked about here and, and move into my podcast. And I'm gonna try to find an episode that I can get y'all on minds, and you know, we could do it like that for real, for real. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm so down. And I just subscribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Oh, I love this. Yeah, yeah. We're we going up, man. We're we about to start taping the season two. Um, we nice. Season one finished. So you can go back and, you know, recap, you know, all that. Oh, hell yeah. I'm definitely going to be doing that. Shit. Yeah. Under this quarantine, got The Hood yeah, Therapy got Podcast. And also, yeah. also, he also have his own um, vlog channel. And he's doing that. Really? Hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm, I'm at a space in my life that, you know, I, I went through, I went through some jealousy with, with one of my close friends, and and well, well, I can say yeah, close friend, and, and and I was going through stuff, ups and downs in my life, but you gotta go through something to get to something. Facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now I got the I got the podcast that I wanted. Um, I just uh put my first blog on my on my on my channel, Hustle Man Reed. Um, you know, I'm be showing my my process with my pain and my tattooing and just my whole background with my life story and just you know open up to the public, man. You know, YouTube is the new uh, television. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't even watch TV. I'm on YouTube, so you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, so so I gotta keep people in tune with, with my life, and I, you know, I'm gonna be one of the next the next uh, Picassos and you know you know stuff like that. So I need to be all the way out there, and, and I gotta make my digital footprint. You know yeah. Oh me. yeah. You follow me on all social medias, including YouTube, Hustle Man Ring R I E M. Hustle Man R I E M. You can find me on there. Oh yes. And oh, also, and also, and also, not to, not 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 to cut you off, but we got also got a shout out to Egyptia. No, uh, she has another show out. Yes, it's called the Free Spirit. 
experience podcast with my hey. girl Jeanette. Okay. Um, it's it's a it's a black girl. We call it the black girl therapy. Okay. Um, we kind of live. We're both. We realize that we're both super um, unconventional women. We're not traditional. So we're like you know we're kind of free spirits. So we decided to kind of team together. We actually work together, and we decided to make a podcast about you know mental health. Um, you know, pro-black women, um, you know, entertainment to kind of make people, you know, kind of, you know, talk a little gossip. But, you know, our biggest thing is to really open up the door to um, struggles of black women, uh, whether you are straight, gay, bisexual, whatever the case may be. We all share the same struggle as black women. So just kind of right, open right. the door to that. So. Yeah, so it's it's been it's been really really dope um, doing YouTube? that with her. Uh, we are on iTunes and Spotify right now. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go to iTunes now. By the uh, the Free Spirits podcast. The Free Spirits. Okay, yeah, yeah, got you, got you. I'm about to do it right now while we're speaking. Yes. Yeah, so. I'm definitely proud of you, right here for real. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm proud of you too, man. You're doing nothing but elevation. I'm proud of Rich for his elevation in life too. It's just I love seeing. You know, my brothers, you know, coming up from, Same you know, way. having little to act, to really building something for themselves. So it just, it makes me so proud. And also, y'all, don't forget, man, he does do tattoos, man. He does my tattoos. Hell yeah. Oh, Reed, yo, yeah. you gotta do my tattoo. I am so That's ready it. to get tatted. When this quarantine gets lifted, yo, I need you to tap me up That's for sure. It's coming. It's coming. You know, you gotta get me while I'm hot, man. I know. I know. Rich already like, told me you'll be on the go. I can't reach this thing, man. It's going to Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm really, honestly, y'all, I'm taking my art a hundred percent serious. I'm dead serious with it. Like I'm going all the way in with painting. You know. I'm, yes, yo, and your painting are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like, it's getting oh better. Oh my god. Better. It's getting better. You know what I'm saying? And I I'm mean, doing... shit. Picasso ain't got shit on you, my nigga. Nah, nah, they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> For the Spanish guy. At the end of the day, y'all, I'm really just like I'm. I'm so happy that I'm a father, and I get to see life on the other side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. You know, I get to see my I get to see my life start over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a beautiful feeling, and and I I'm just so so ready to to, to conquer the world. You know. That is so sweet. Oh my god, I love this. Oh, y'all make me. Y'all make me excited to start a family. Oh my god. You said, hold on, you said the free spirits podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just okay. It's loading up now. Yeah. But um. But yeah, y'all. You know, if y'all need a painting, y'all need a tattoo, a drawing, a logo, anything of that nature, just hit me up. You know what? I totally forgot. So you do logos. We will. We may definitely need you to do that because we would. We've been looking at somebody to do a logo for us. Oh yeah, okay. sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. For both yeah. podcasts too, because I know with um with Janae for the Free Spirits podcast, we wanted. She, she said she wanted something more, kind of like street like almost. And I said, and I couldn't think of anybody else. And then I don't yeah. know why it didn't dawn on me that you do those yeah, kind of I things. Just, yeah, I just got my um, I just got my iPad and my my laptop, so you know I'm. I'm Getting into the digital art space, and I'm nice. Yeah, yeah, it's time. It's time to level up. Hell yes. Yeah, I just added you on the uh, the podcast. I just uh, followed it. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. We in that. We in that. Definitely. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you five stars before I even listen to it. Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure y'all who listening give us five stars too. Right, Hell yeah! Make us make sure y'all give us because we over here dropping knowledge and gems in hey, the community. Hey, hey, Rich, y'all going um 
Apple Music too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. What's the card again? The Last Cassette Podcast. <laughs> 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 this nigga forgot what podcast he was on, really? <laughs> but again, yeah, you guys, if y'all want to know where we're at, we are on Apple Music, iHeart, Spotify, Radio Public, um, Indeed, what is it, TuneIn Radio, um, yes. any, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, yes, um, we're we on um, so make sure you check us out. Uh, I'm supposed to be dropping some content on our WordPress blog. I know you motherfuckers been wondering when the fuck I'm gonna drop some more shit. Um, I'm writing one right now. So yes. stay tuned. Okay. One should be dropping real soon. Um, and again, y'all already know what this is. You can follow me on my social media at iClark underscore Kent. And you can follow me at Egyptia. And you already know where to follow our guy, right? At you already know at Hustle Man Ring, the hottest nigga in the net with the chat, whatever you need, I'm here. Yes. All right, all right, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Right, and so just know, every time you're going to be in quarantine and need something to listen to, I'm dropping some more heat coming soon. So, yes. y'all, hope.